Thanks for joining us this Thursday, the 1st of February. After a long period of aggressive interest rate rises to combat inflation, could be soon be in a new and perhaps welcome era of interest rate cuts. What's well, a real possibility after inflation slowed dramatically in the final quarter of last year, taking the annual pace down to 4.1%. But how realistic is that outlook for rate cuts, given that inflation is still well above the Reserve Bank's 2 to 3% target? For some answers, we're joined this morning by the ABC senior business correspondent, Peter Ryan. Peter, a lot of excitement uh, yesterday afternoon when we finally had that figure that in- inflation is at last slowing down. But uh, could that be a bit of a false dawn at this point? Well, good morning, Tom. Yes, a lot of excitement. Actually, a bit of a good change, delivering some good news about the economy. That appears to be good news, but we'll get a better idea when the Reserve Bank board delivers its rates decision next Tuesday. And the Reserve Bank Governor, Michelle Bullock, holds a press conference. She'll no doubt be peppered with questions about when we might be seeing interest rate cuts. Money markets see a 90% chance, though, of interest rates staying on hold at the official level of 4.35% on Tuesday. But expectations of rate cuts are are being managed uh, pretty carefully um, as we wait on tangible evidence that uh, inflation is really falling right around the world. This morning, the US Federal Reserve, the world's biggest and most important central bank, left its main interest rate unchanged. But uh, the Fed Chairman Jerome Powell was being pretty careful not to declare victory against inflation just yet. His statement did remove a reference about further rate hikes being needed. But he warned that he needs to be confident that inflation is in fact falling and slowing or getting back to the Fed's 2% target before declaring victory or signalling any rate cuts. So we have six months of good inflation data. The question really is, that six months of good inflation data, is it sending us a true signal that we are in fact on a path, a sustainable path down to 2% inflation? That's the question. And I, I think uh, we, have, we have a ways to go. Certainly, I'm encouraged and we're encouraged by the progress, but we're not declaring victory at all at this point. We think we have a ways to go. Speaking in the early hours of this morning, Jerome Powell there, chair of the US Federal Reserve. He was speaking in Washington. Peter Ryan, what are economists saying then about the timeline for rate cuts here in Australia? Well, uh, as is often the case with economists, you can get a few in the room and get a variety of opinions. But August is uh, looking like a realistic uh, possibility once there's uh, more evidence in there that inflation is actually uh, falling. As economists say, it's all data dependent. I spoke with uh, David Bassanese, uh, chief economist at BetaShare. Um, He says, like Jerome Powell of the US Federal Reserve, the Reserve Bank won't be wanting to signal mission accomplished in any way uh, or that it might have gone too far with the 13th rate hike uh, since May 22 in November and or even conceding that that uh, November rate hike might have been a mistake. I think based on the information, it wasn't a mistake. It was a reminder that getting inflation down is, is very important. And, you know, they can probably reverse course at some stage this year should it have a, a big effect on the economy. So the cash rate almost certainly on hold uh, at next week's Reserve Bank Board meeting. But do you think that they might have any special message in the statement that follows that decision? 
I think they're increasingly going to suggest, you know, they've done the work in terms of raising rates. It wouldn't surprise me if there's still a mild, what, what economists call a mild tightening bias, like say that, you know, inflation is moving in the right direction, but the job's not done yet. But I, I think they'll be sort of signalling that they probably are done. But, but yeah, I don't think they'll want to start signalling rate cuts anytime soon. So Michelle Bullock will be very careful not to send any sign that the inflation emergency is over. Yeah, I don't think they want to uh, say mission accomplished, you know, at this point. I think the numbers are encouraging, but the job's not done yet. Uh, and as a result, they've still got to keep a, a tightening bias. And if anything, the, the rates are likely to go higher than lower in the short run. Um, but I think the case for higher rates is certainly, uh, you know, dissipated. So what's your prediction for the first rate cut this year? Look, I'm penciling in something like August and then potentially uh, a pause and then a move in November. But, uh, you know, I'm, in, I'm anticipating inflation will surprise on the downside this year. We'll get close. We'll get actually end the year on my forecast back in the RBA's 2 to 3% target zone, it'll be just under 3%, um, which um, as that plays out, I think will be the, the, you know, the justification for the rate cuts. David Bassanese, Chief Economist at Beta Share with Peter Ryan. Uh, Peter, there might be rate cuts further down the line, as we just heard there, potentially August, depending on who you talk to, but uh, still a lot of mortgage stress from those 13 hikes. Yeah, that's right, Tom. A lot of borrowers out there really feeling the pain, not surprisingly, from those uh, rate hikes. The major banks have been saying continually that, yes, there's stress out there, but the levels are still very low and they're continuing to tell customers to call if they're in any distress. The banking regulator, APRA, has been working very closely with banks to ensure customers in mortgage stress are being looked after. Chairman John Lonsdale told reporters on a rare briefing yesterday that while some customers are in distress, that sort of distress is yet to show up as a major concern on bank balance sheets. Yes, they have increased, but historically still at low levels. Delinquencies creeping up, but again, a number of those are not translating into non-performing loans. We talk to banks a lot about this issue. We get the sense uh, they can identify cohorts of customers that may come under mortgage stress and there is certainly financial stress in the community but it is not translating into the mortgage book. It's John Lonsdale, Chairman of the Banking Regulator, APRA. Peter, just before I let you go, how do you think the former RBA Governor Philip Lowe's feeling at the moment? I mean, he's out of a job but now we're hearing about inflation slowing and potential rate cuts in August. Well, uh, Tom, it was interesting yesterday that uh, the Treasurer, Jim Chalmers, while not claiming credit, seemed pretty chuffed uh, about the government's role in assisting uh, the fall in inflation. But of course, uh, Philip Lowe, the former Reserve Bank Governor, uh, delivered uh, 12 interest rate hikes. He wasn't exactly flavour of the month around the country. There's some uh, criticism that the government didn't really support him in that role. And uh, by doing his job, he blew up his own job and is out of a job. Um, So uh, that's what central bankers have to do. But no doubt he'd be looking at these inflation figures and saying, yes, well, I might have uh, copped a fair bit of flack over that, but the strategy's been working. Yeah, told you so. Uh, thank you very much, Peter Ryan, the ABC senior business correspondent, joining us there.